the Her and Her podcast with Mina and Elizabeth. Hello, guys. Hi, hello, people. We're back again. It's Lizzie Her. I'm Mina Her. And it is the Her and Her podcast. Oh, that was good. It was lit. <laughs> you know, feeling it. One, two, three. You feeling me? Yes, guys. Well, you know, we're feeling good today. We hope that you're feeling great today. You know, mm-hmm. I woke up today on the right side of the bed, you know. Yes, yes. You know, I woke up a little bit late, a little bit late, mm. you know. I just woke up with sunshine in my eyes. Mm. I was just ready to go, you a know. grateful heart. Right, I did. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I ate my bagel. Mm. I wasn't supposed to have no bagel, but I had to have a rush, a rush, a rush breakfast this morning. Usually, you know, I try to do my smoothie. I didn't have time, you know, but I had me a bagel. I grabbed me a grapefruit and some water, you know. Did that. And, you know, I said bye to my mans, and then I was out, you know. It's been a lovely, productive day, you know. You did that, sis. You did that. I did. How did you feel about this morning? Um, I woke up this morning feeling in love. Mm. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you know that's just we need a gossip section. We do. <laughs> but before we go any further, <laughs> you know where you could catch us, right? SoundCloud.com mm. backslash her and her podcast. Okay, okay. And then you can find us on the iTunes podcast platform. It's mm. purple or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably deleted it. Go into your cloud and download it again right. on your Apple phone. You know, I don't know nothing about no Android. Don't ask me. Look it up. Mm. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram at her and her podcast. Mm. You could find us on Facebook at her and her podcast one. Mm. You can find us on YouTube at Her and Her Podcast. Yes, yes, I, yes for that intro. You Thank feel you. Me? <laughs> well, today we have switch roles. We just spice it up a little. Spice bit. it up a little. Yeah. Need a little I, was, I was, I was like embodying my mean her today. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, well, well, let me try this then. <laughs> I was like, I have to sound classy with a tad bit of bird, and I was like, ew. <laughs> I'm done. Well, today we have a pretty cool episode for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so our subject is going to be habits that I want to leave for my seed. Mm, healthy habits. Healthy habits. Yeah, man. Leave the negative ones. Ain't nobody got time for that. Healthy habits. You feel me? <laughs> like, let's get into it. So, of course, we're going to have our her questions. Mm. We're going to get into the topic of experiences that you had growing up. Um, and things that you realize may have been unhealthy throughout your upbringing. Mm. And then we're going to get into a her story. Ew. Talking about some changes that we want to make and not repeat history. Yes. And habitual things that weren't beneficial to us. Mm-hmm. Put, that, put that in the suitcase and roll that thing down the block. Roll it. Cash it. You feel me? <laughs> and then last but not least... You know, we do our wonderful quote. But today we have a fucking special guest. <laughs> you know, feeling it. <laughs> Instead of yellow yam, we got brown yam. <laughs> and she got this. Ew, ew. <laughs> it's not dirty or whatnot, all right? It's just brown. It's just brown, brown and sexy. You feel me? Yeah. You know, that's all I have to say about that. Yes. So let's hop right into um, our topic today. Yes. So with that being said. Well, anyway, 
<laughs> Moving right along. So, yeah. So, like, what do you think about, um, like, healthy habits that you want to leave behind for your, uh, what you want to bring your child into? Like, what healthy habits do you want to possess? So, while I was growing up, um, I feel like there wasn't things that I truly understood were negative until I was, like, out of the situation, until um, I was, I removed myself from the environment and interacting with other people, I came to really, truly understand what those negative things were. Because, you know, when you're in the space and that's the way in the, in the environment in which you function, you don't know those are negative until you step out of it, mm-hmm. until you become more present and aware of yourself and how you interact with others you don't really know, you know? And I didn't realize, like, I'll give an example. There was a lot of yelling in my home. Like, <clears throat> everyone yelled to get their point across. Everyone tried to yell on top of each other. That's that's how you got hurt. Like, you had to yell. Mm-hmm. Or there wasn't any, I mean, it, it was even as simple as <laughs> getting up in the morning was yelling. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, right, you know, time for school. It was yelling, like, all the time. And then I didn't realize, like, until... I left that I was like, yo, I yell a lot. Mm. You like, just thought why? at that point it's just. Yeah, because, you know, like you're talking to someone and you didn't even realize that you raised your voice. You didn't even realize that you changed the tone of your voice. You didn't right. realize any of those things and how it's impacting the conversation that you're having because um, you find it to be normal because that's what you grew up with. Okay. You know? So I don't, I don't, I, I, I mean, that's not in my home anymore. I've grown a lot since then, but I, I just want calmness in my home, and I think I'm doing a good job at it. I mean, of course, we're human, and, you know, you're going to have disagreements. Things are going to – energy is going to be shifted now and again. But for the most part, I think when people say they enter my home, they do feel calmness and Definitely. tranquility, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Um. So for me, when I think about healthy habits that I want to – leave for my child I think about communicating like you said like communication in my home was based off of a lot of anger and never about what they feel today but it was more of what my mother felt 10 years ago that Mm -hmm. she never resolved um and so for me I always try to even if I'm not the best communicator, I try to say, like, evaluate every scenario. How can I be better? You know, moving right. forward. Um, which leads me into the first, like, real question that I have uh, for you. So what do you think, like, about experiences that you had to go through that you don't, like, you know for sure, like, I don't want to pass this on to my children? Um, <clears throat> lack of communication. Um, because I was, uh, both my parents are Jamaican, Um, Both my parents um, valued certain things just about coming from a place where you weren't given the opportunity to go to to, um, to, uh, equal opportunity for education. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in Jamaica, you got to pay to go to high school. Right. You got to pay to go to, you know, so certain things that they just really valued that when they had children of their own, not that they would force you per se, but nonetheless, you were forced. It was like, expected. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I just want my children to really embody what their passion and purpose is mm. from a very early age. And I think that if that was nurtured, 
I would have had less bumps in the road. Gotcha. Um, and so I think that <clears throat> I don't want to project the things that I went through in life that I don't want my child to go through. I want them to go through whatever their journey is supposed to be. I just want to make sure that when they come to me and say, mommy, I love this or mommy, I enjoy doing this or just paying attention to the things that they love that I'm encouraging them to move in that direction but not forcing them to be in a space they don't want to be in. And I'm not saying that there's not some times in life where you're going to have to make your child see things that they can't see right now. You right. Know? So, of course, I'm not going to be super lackadaisical and things, but I think if the communication is there, the comfort level is there, the safe safe environment to feel like you can come communicate your feelings, thoughts, and emotions um, is incredibly important to a growing individual. And I think even though my mom did a really good job at trying her best. Um, there's just certain things that she just didn't know. She mm-hmm. just didn't know and just didn't understand until we got older that these things were impacting her. She, you just moving through life. I'm just, I'm right. just trying to figure it out and not realizing that we have to do more than just be, mm-hmm. you know? So that's definitely one thing that I would change. Yeah. So, I'm going to agree with you and say um, the communication thing. See, in my home, I was never made to feel that I couldn't speak Mm -hmm. um, and voice my opinion. But the reaction that I saw and the interactions that I saw made me not speak. Mm. It was it was fear of backlash. It was fear of. How is, is this going to make someone angry? Is this going to, you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I just wanted to avoid all of that. And so I pretty much was like fucking mute. Inadvertently, they taught you that you weren't allowed to speak. Right. Yeah. Like you, no one said, oh, you can't yeah, have. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of vocal people in your family yeah. for sure. And that where they, they, someone tried to silence them and it, it happened. It went, they were the opposite of me. Somebody tried to silence them, so they were, I'm going to be very loud. You can't miss this. You can't miss it. So you, you're not going to ever tell me to shut up. You're not going to play yourself and tell me to shut up. Right. But for me, I was the opposite. So it, it turned mm. into, I'm just going to stay within myself. Um, it created like a fear. Definitely it created wow. fear. It definitely did. And so I always think about that now. And I'm just like, some days, like I was talking to this guy I'm dating, and he made a comment about, I'm sorry. Can you clear that last part? It was like really fast, and I wasn't able to hear it properly. Guy that I'm dating. You were talking to a guy that you were dating. Yeah. Woo. Mm. You lucky that's not on topic today. It's not on topic today. (laughs) (laughs) Moving right along. (laughs) So I said spice for next episode. (laughs) So I, I I brought up something, and he wasn't fond of the way that it came out. And I had to explain to him, and there's no excuse, but I was just like, listen, you got to like bear with me because at the end of the, like at the end of the day, <laughs> I, um, it was a long time I didn't say much. So mm-hmm. now that I think things, and it's not like I'm out here talking crazy to people, but it's like, am I going to say this or I'm going to sit on it and, and overthink it? Right. No, nah, I'm just going to say it. Right. It's not anything that's going to make you go in the corner and slit your wrist. I'm not going to, I'm not that kind of malicious person, but I can be, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so for me. I'm at a point now where I'm trying so, like, so consciously to communicate better because, like, 
that I don't want to be in a place where I, I'm repeating patterns of that mm-hmm. I've seen of just yelling and being angry and allowing those emotions <clears throat> to control my communication skills, mm-hmm. you know? So definitely. And then it's like, um, it's almost like <laughs> you're aware, but now it's like, oh shoot, now I have to learn. Like right. I have to like relearn like how I communicated before because not only do I now have to be more conscious of how you feel, I now have to make sure I'm not forgetting about how I feel. Right. And for a long time not speaking means I you now have a wrong um idea of who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And so now I have to make sure that even when I'm communicating that I'm making sure that I'm taking care of both of us. Right. Yeah. Which is hard because when you learn to be hush, like you said, it taught someone a a false Mm -hmm. idea of who you are, but it also teaches you a false idea of how things should work. Yeah. Because I I developed a a habit of not, not taking care of me. I developed a habit of, well, I can sit on what I feel and just listen to what they feel and just deal with my, my things on my own mm-hmm. when that's not an even exchange. Right. That's not a relationship. I was, it was just one sided for sure. And people, and just <clears throat> in, in uh, general human beings, um, are users. Mm-hmm. That's just what we are now. There's different levels, right. you know, of course. There's the ones that are just disgusting, and then mm-hmm. there's ones where you feel like there is an even exchange, that I get something from this relationship. Because nobody wants to be in a relationship they can't get anything from. Like, no yeah. one wants that. I don't care from a friendship, to even down to your religious beliefs, you're getting something from that. You know what I mean? Right. It's something you depend on. So no one wants a relationship where there's no even exchange or some exchange that is good, beneficial to both parties, you right. know? Um, and so I, I lost my train of thought. What the hell? We talk about humans being selfish and users, not selfish, but users. Right. And that's just genuinely how we think. So it's like you have to make sure that you're positioning yourself and communicating in a way where it is even Mm -hmm. because we just naturally. So when you're a person who who doesn't speak up all the time when you feel differently or whatever the case might be, people just, oh, she feels the same way I feel. Right. Or she'll be fine with it like people start speaking for you and Mm -hmm. in your mind you're like no i really don't and i don't like that and that's not who i am damn what did i do to make that person feel x y and z you know so i i totally feel you and i think like everyone isn't always like blessed um to have people in their lives who actually care about what you think you know what i mean for sure yeah um like you know you for instance you have been like very instrumental in like even if i don't say anything you always go what do you think or is that okay with you or like you know what i mean it's almost like how uh, somebody who dates someone who was a victim of sexual assault always asks them are you comfortable are you okay is this okay can i do this like it's almost like that like your upbringing can be traumatic and can leave you with scars. Like PTSD is a fucking it's real true. thing. And it's mm-hmm. not just from for people that were fucking war veterans. Like it's real. Mm-hmm. And in every like interaction that you have, like it doesn't matter. Um, anything that's similar to that situation 
almost gives you anxiety every time you have to embark on right. it. And let's think about that. Like, <clears throat> of course, even a, a war vet is going to be hard, but they're not constantly in war. Mm-hmm. But you constantly have to communicate. Right. No comparison. I'm just giving an example. No. You know what I mean? So it's like I constantly have to communicate my thoughts and feelings. So I'm con- I have to work through it because... This is how I have to function in the world. Right. And so if I don't remove the anxiety of this, it's very likely that I can end up depressed or, you know what I mean, go down a, a route that's never ending. Mm-hmm. Because this is something you literally have to embrace every single every day. Single day. Yeah. Every single day. And it's a With vital, people you like, people you don't like. <laughs> that makes it even yeah. harder, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I truly, truly understand what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, and it's... And it's um, you have to be able to wrap your mind around how can I uh, how can I do this in the best way that is beneficial to me and the and the people in my environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's so true. It's like okay, all right, I figured this out. All right, what's my and I think what I love and I think is so incredible and precious is that you make the people in your environment aware of your struggle and that I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So if I am coming across, please let me know. You know what right. I mean? Because I'm working on something and it is hard for me. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think for me that's very commendable because it allows the other person comfort too in helping you move to the next space, to the next step. Because I feel like every relationship is going to be a test. Every relationship, some you might get better than others. You know what I mean? Some are going to allow you and give you that platform for you to completely be yourself. Stumble, fall, be good, be Mm -hmm. bad. And then some are going to make you feel like, shit, I better have to have perfect every time. I'm going to have to have it perfect every time, you know? Which is not fair to you. No, not at all. But I I, I mean that in terms of like... (laughs) I'm going for an interview right. or something. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, like, right. and those, like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I have you to have it on perfect. my face and just, right, you know, right, yeah. yeah. But your like intimate relationships will teach you some skills when you have to put on and you can't fumble as mm-hmm. much, you know. So they're all beneficial in its own way for sure. Definitely. So my next question is, um, when did you realize that things in your childhood could have been unhealthy? <laughs> When I moved out. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. When I moved out, you're going to function in chaos. Like, right. you're in chaos. You're like you in the jungle. You got to be as the jungle. Like, that's that's survival. I did not know. I mean, there were certain things. I always felt like I was different from my family. Uh, yeah. I always felt like I was, I thought differently. I communicated differently. Um, but I wasn't able to really put that into motion until I left. Mm. Um, because I would go back home and I'm like, oh yeah, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, and then when I left like for a while and then came back, you know, when you, (laughs) there's a saying, and I think I tell you this all the time. You want to, you want to see how woke you are? You want to see how, you want to see how spiritually healthy you are? Go visit your family. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll see at that point how good you think you're right. doing, you know? All that work you did. Yes, yeah, fail. <laughs> Epic fail. Like, the first couple of times I went home, I was like, yo, who am I? Who is this person dormant? And, like, am I fake getting better? Like, I, I was so confused. Like, and I started to blame them as to why I reverted mm-hmm. for a very long time. I blamed the environment. I blamed my family. In my head, of course. Um, and then as time went on, I got better and better. 
and better and better. And then it was like each individual, like I had to deal with each of them individually because I was dealing with them as my family. Right. And so I was, I would deal with them and it's totality, not as an individual person. Right. Each person needed something different from me. Mm-hmm. Each person needed their own relationship with me. And, um, it, it, yeah, I didn't, of course, in it, of course, if I had to really think about it, yeah, there was things I didn't agree with or I didn't love or, but to truly know that something was mm, not until I left. And I was what, 22, 23. Mm. So, so you were my age. Yeah. And, um, and it was hard too, because, you know, that's a comfort for you as well. You know, yeah. like, you know, no matter what, you'll have these four walls, no matter what you're going to eat, no matter what, like you're going to be okay. And so I really stepped out on faith and trust someone who wasn't my family to watch, to, to watch my, to, to look watch out for me and right. watch my back. Yeah. And to know, like, you know, that you're not going to just use me and throw me away, you mm-hmm. know? So it was yeah. very hard to, um, especially cause my mom is very nurturing and, um, She's one of those kind of moms, like, I just want you to do your best. Mommy's always going to be here for you. And that's very, very comforting. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful thing. It's debilita- debilitating. It's um, secure. It's, you know, it's a lot of things, mm-hmm. good and bad. You know what I mean? But to leave that and not know what's on the opposite side mm-hmm. was hard. And so then when you step out and then you truly start to be like, I don't really like this about myself. I need to change this. I don't really like this about myself. And you're like, damn, but is that part of who I am? Mm-hmm. Am I changing things that my mother and father embedded in who I am? Like right. good things, that could, bad yeah. things that could be good. Right, you mm-hmm. know? And then I would go home and I feel like I feel out of place. Right. Like I, I can't even identify with these people anymore. Mm. And then, um, but as I evened out, I realized I found my place again, mm-hmm. you know, and it literally was the same exact space, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just way more evolved, way level. more impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, I, I can appreciate my space now, you know, it's not like somebody threw it at me and made me, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm okay in the space that I'm in now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm more intentional with my space. It's not like I like before when it's like you didn't call me and say da 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 da. Why you didn't ask me? You know now it's I I let you know that the space is here. It's available to you. If I feel like there's a place where I can help, right? I'll positively interject myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But um, not not aggressive anymore. Not right. like you did this and this. You asked this person why you didn't ask me. You know that because when you that's your space, you feel like. You didn't come to me? Like, you didn't right. ask me? Like, I'm the person you're supposed to come to. And then you feel like you're, no, you're not useful anymore. It's like, oh, mm. I'm not, that's not my unit anymore? Like, that's not, it's like you're out I of don't, it. right. Like, man, I don't belong over there anymore. And then a part of you feels like, I'll create my own, mm-hmm. you know? And then you're like, no, that will always be your foundation, you know? Right. You're going to build your own family, of course, but that's your first love. You right. know, that's your first understanding of what family is what unit is yeah yeah for sure um i agree for me (sighs) where do i begin (laughs) and you tried to ask me this on a video (laughs) you see i was like oh i did try to ask this on a video (laughs) um i've realized 
Well, let me start by saying this. I grew up with a mother who didn't have the best communication skills, but was unaware of her lack thereof. Mm. So she walked through life um, just feeling misunderstood and like it was everyone else's fault for not hearing her or loving her a certain way or understanding her a certain way. So she carried this with her all throughout life. Um, Throughout my childhood, it was always tough love, tough talk. But my mother has a softness to her that is undeniable, Um, especially when it comes to me and the people that she loves and the people that dare not to cross her. (laughs) And children. Oh, she loves children. Yes, definitely. Like her heart is open and, 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 limitless Mm -hmm. but it came a point in our relationship where there was a shift and I felt like she no longer not that she didn't have that softness in her heart for me but it kind of like shifted to now I gotta like it's almost like like chin up like I gotta prepare you for the world type of vibe you know right but I don't think she understood like I don't think it was time yet hmm I don't think it was time yet. So I I, I got my tough love. Um, and I, I'm super sensitive still to this day. It's just the who I am. As I get older, I learn how to get a better grip on it. But I always had moments of introspection when I would just sit there and be like, is this okay? Mm-hmm. Like certain things about my upbringing, like, is this okay? Like, I don't like the way it makes me feel. But for so long, I was just like, okay, well, I'm a kid. I'm being scolded. I'm being reprimanded. Just take my, I just take it and, and, and be done with it, right? And I also felt it was weird because my mom gave me a lot of leniency in other areas. Mm-hmm. She gave me a lot of choices. She allowed me to, to figure I, it out. Yeah, a lot of times, which was bad, but good, but bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, get back to what I'm saying. But so I could say that when I was growing up, I kind of knew certain things didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't know to call it unhealthy. But I just knew it didn't feel right. As I've gotten older, I've been able to call those things by name. Mm. I've been able to say, I don't like when you raise your voice. I don't like when we're having a discussion and, and certain words are thrown around that just they feel demeaning. Right. Um, and so that gives me power, but it doesn't make the person on the other end feel okay a lot of times. Because my mom is not in a space of where I am. And so me saying, I don't want to deal with this right here. I don't want to communicate like this. It seems dismissive. And I've realized like that's a thing when you're in a certain space of growth. And it may not be more or of of more value than the other person, but just in a different space, it's very hard to 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 communicate. It's almost like you you they speak in French, you speak in Spanish, and neither one of you understand each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you're trying to communicate, but you can't. And it's frustrating for both parties. And I feel like a lot of times that's where I lie with my mom, per se, communication-wise. But, um, yeah, as I get older, I, I'm able to know what's really unhealthy and how to say it more. Yeah, and it, it's harder when you really love the person. You yeah. know, like... 
because you almost feel like, <clears throat> how long is this going to keep going like this? Like, I'm only going to keep growing, mm-hmm. right? I'm only going to continue to think outside the box. I'm only going to continue to challenge myself, my thoughts, my feelings. Um, they're going to be channeled differently. I'm going to, my language is going to change. Where does that leave us? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's your mother, so you're going to figure it out. Right. But it's going to get harder. Yeah. Right? Because, and then you're going to feel like you're going to constantly have to define terms. Like I tell you all the time, like you got to define, 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 because what something means to you right now in the space you're in doesn't mean the same thing to them. Just like you said, like I'm saying, I don't particularly like this and I don't particularly like that. Oh, oh, you're being dismissive. No, I'm I'm explaining to you what works for me in a relationship as I'm growing. Mm -hmm. That's what that means. Like I no longer want us to, um, have a conversation that has anything less than love in it. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. But at some point as humans, it's hard to, to, to keep putting yourself in the lion's den knowing like, all right, you got to put your battle gear on and you got to figure it out every time when it's good is great, you know, but when it's not that good, it's not that great, (laughs) you know, and You know, I could definitely relate, you know, as my mom is getting older, things that I would have been able to be like, just simple, like just as simple as this. And I'll give you an example. Mommy, let me tell you how da 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 and I'm going in. Girl, I'll be halfway in the conversation. So what happened to Jenny again? Mm. Oh, Jesus. Mm. And you passionate or you upset or you whatever. And I just remember my mom being so quick about like, when I would come in and tell her whatever, like me, like my mom, the kitchen, and like that was her thing. Like mm-hmm. you come inside the house, be like, "Mommy, let me tell you about this girl. She pissed me off, you know." Right. And I tell the story, and she cooking. So what happened? So what she said, girl? Now I feel like after I said the story three, four, I'm exhausted. Like the the passion and the drive and the fun, like the fun element is gone because I have to repeat it so many times because she just doesn't follow the story the same way, and it just it takes away honestly from the friendship because it just but it also in the same realm i just have to like it's making things clear to me that i'm not ready to receive yet really mm. what it is it's like your mom's getting older you're gonna have to repeat things a couple times shit mm. i thought she's gonna be young <laughs> Yo, <for real. laughs> you know what i mean and she probably doesn't see it my mother was always a question person but it's different you know yeah. what i mean and it's like i'm just not ready for her to get old and that's really when i started to like realize why are you so impatient and then I realized. You're trying to keep her up a whippersnapper, a young whippersnapper. Yes, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to change diapers. I'm not. And I mean, she's nowhere near that place. But I, it it was almost like a introduction to you better prepare yourself now. Right. Because. You're going to need this patience. Yes. You know, and I think for me, it was a sadness too. Like, oh God, I'm losing my friend. Like, mm. you know, so it was uh, like a, a death a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I get it, you know what I mean? And 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 then it's like as they get older they get stubborn, you know? Yeah. So and it's like I'm trying to tell you something that's gonna save your life. Like at the end of the day, I'm grown, I'm gonna make my best decisions. You're grown, you're gonna make your best decisions. Mm-hmm. But at some point the dynamics of the relationship with you and your mother change, you right. know? And the conversation that used to be, you need to do this and you need to do that starts to be, you know, mom, I'm thinking about this. I'm, what do you think? And 
where you da 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 da. It starts to become more of a collaborative relationship, you know, versus you telling me what to do. You know, I think my mom, um, cause me and my mom are close. Like I love my mom very, very much. Of like, course, it's not, absolutely. Like, you know, but mm-hmm. um, I think she struggles with that aspect. Yeah, the like. It's changing. Right. I'm changing. Right. And it's no longer the little my little daughter right. and I'm mommy. And I and, right. and yeah, that 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 is hard. You and know? she wants to like if she could stay in that mommy, just I'm the baby, she's a mommy, she would. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And you're gonna but you need new things now. I need yeah. new I need uh what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> it's like outgrowing your shell. Yeah. You know, I need new skin. Mm-hmm. You and yourself, but also what you need from her is changing. Right. You know, like, um, you know, the dollar for the ice cream, man, when the ice cream truck comes mm-hmm. is now, you know, I need you to give me some words that's going to change my life right, right now. You know, so. Especially when I say, like, if I tell you what I need, like, I don't like this or maybe I could work on how I communicate too. With and that's her. all you can do. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's yeah, all you can right. do. That's all you can. Right. And you got to just keep saying and keep doing it in the best, beautiful way that you know how, you know, that, that, that's the only way. And, and because I have to communicate with you in the way in which you can receive information. Right. I can't communicate the way in which I communicate. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, doesn't work like yeah, that. You exactly. know? Um, because you'll never get anywhere. Ever, 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 ever. For sure. Well, it's time, it's time. But her story. So, lovely, lovely listeners, today, our her story is what are some changes that you will make so that you do not repeat his story? I think we kind of tapped into that too. Yeah, early. but yeah. just give me like, okay, give me no for sure. I'll repeat. Yeah, give me like two things. Two things. Um, communication, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like just if you could be more like specific, like I won't, I don't want to do this while I communicate with my child. I don't want to project my thoughts and feelings onto them when I communicate. Okay. I don't, um, I want them to have a true sense of freedom with boundaries. Mm. So I want them to know that whatever, and I don't want them to be afraid to talk to me even about the things that they think they can't. Mm -hmm. Like I was so scared until I was maybe, 2021 mm-hmm. that I was able to like tell my mother things that I'm like I'm I feel like you're going to like flip mode write me off like mm-hmm. I didn't even think like okay you know That's like heavy my brain didn't like and I didn't want to disappoint like, mm-hmm. that was Something that always weighs heavy I'm like I just don't want to disappoint and I told you like that's why I have an issue with being proud mm-hmm. and I think it stems from that just because when you grow up in a very strict home, like, and being older, being the oldest, I could, my brother and sister got away with murder compared to me, you mm-hmm. know? So 
being afraid to do anything. So anytime I had to step out of fear, I was being rebellious. Mm. And so I was never given the freedom to explore and be myself and figure out who you were. Right. And so, yes, there needs to be boundaries. Of course. You know what I mean? That we live in a crazy world, Mm -hmm. but in that I want to give them freedom, Mm -hmm. you know, and I want them to know that there is boundaries, but, um, I, yes, I'm your parent, but I want to be the person you confide in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that changes so much about how an individual moves in life, you mm-hmm. know? Because when you have that support system, I feel like you could do anything. Yeah, you can. When you and, and I feel like learning how to really utilize that support system. For sure. Because for years I had one and... I was using for the wrong the wrong way. Yeah, you didn't. I, I didn't really know. I think you didn't know what you needed. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, thing. that's true. Yeah, like when you know what you need, you're like, oh, okay, all right, mm-hmm. I can navigate now. But when you like muddling through, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I see something good over there. I see some, ah, eh, I don't mm-hmm. really know what to do with it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So for me, some things I won't, I don't want to repeat. Um, would be, um, making my child. silenced i don't want to silence my child but i don't want them to be the kind of kid that just is all in everything and just says everything and then just we have one of those (laughs) yeah i I don't want so i don't want to silence my child but because i feel like in me being silenced like you said inadvertently um me being silenced inadvertently still made my communication and my emotions so heavy that other areas of my life lacked and I had to clean it up later. Mm-hmm. So I want, I kind of want to make sure that I give my child a balance. Um, and I would say the next thing would be, and, and in the balance, I want them to be able to like figure themselves out and know themselves, you know, but stick through things. Don't, we, knowing yourself isn't every month it's a new class. You better finish that <laughs> class and pick up another class yeah, too. Right, right. That's how we're going to do it. Um, and lastly, I would say communicating, like working on communication from the gate. Like the minute, the minute I, I pop the baby out in my um my, my natural bath, my natural birth bath, <laughs> I'll pull out and be like, "Here's what we're gonna do." Like you know, like I just want to communicate. I think you're gonna start way before that. You're right. <laughs> in my belly. How's your day? Yeah. What are you feeling? Get it out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, what are you rubbing on? Girl, I made these essential oils. Yep. And they, you know, they arise these uh, yep. positive thinkings and they membranes. You know, you know it. You want a little? You know it. <laughs> so I'm definitely, yeah. So the communication thing is for sure, for sure, for sure, something that I'm going to work on. And hopefully my husband is on board and we can work together and figure it out. And yeah. You know, no yelling in my house. That's not happening. That that yelling at oh, each other to talk, Jesus. it's not happening. It ain't it, my man. Yeah. So, next thing we have on our agenda would be our... Her quotes. Yeah. By Brown Yam. Mm-hmm. You have to say... Oh, Brown Yam got this. Yes. <laughs> Well, her quote for today is, it is your ability 
to recognize that you have a chance to either blindly accept what was handed down to you or tap into your power to change it. That will free you to have successful love relationships. Hmm. I think we need that one more time. It is your ability to recognize that you have a chance to either blindly accept what Mm. was handed down to you or tap into your power to change it. That will free you to have successful love relationships. Come on, sis. Mm. You need to send me this link. I like this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. Well, you ponder on that one. That was a full one. I I, I could have a whole episode about this right Maybe here. We should. Maybe next one should be that. Yeah, I, I like it a lot, actually. Especially in this month of Mother's Day. I think it's... Yeah. <laughs> Tap into it, baby. <laughs> you know? No, nah, that's a very powerful. Like, I felt that on so many different levels. Like, like tapping into your power to change it will free you. Tapping into your power to change it will free you. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we think it is what it is, is how I was raised. Yep. They, they fucked me up. Yep. Like, I'm just fucked up. This is my life. Like, I, mm. they didn't teach me to do this. And then you realize, like, you yeah, I went. out in a blame mobile. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I did. Yeah, I went through it. But I know now. I have the power to say, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to communicate like this. I don't want to operate in this frequency. I don't want to have a screaming match to communicate and and to get my thoughts across. Especially when you can change it. Especially when you can change it. It's changeable. Yeah. For sure. It's facts. Well, we love you guys. Love you, yes. And uh, what else? Well, I'm missing something, you know, when we switch it up. No, we just, you know, just make sure you hit us on all our social media. Oh, Instagram, yeah, 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 yeah. I got to close that thing out yeah, one time. All right, hold on, hold on. All right. So, you know, Brown Yam got this one for you, one with the one time. You feel me? Okay, so, you know, don't forget mm-hmm. to, you know, follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Her and Her Podcast. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Her and Her Podcast. Mm-hmm. And iTunes podcast platform, you mm-hmm. know, the purple icon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then follow us on YouTube. Follow our YouTube channel. And what else did I forget? You got it all. I got it all. Yeah. Yes, guys. So don't don't act like you don't know. And if you're confused, just go on Instagram. Yeah. You know, everything is on there for you. You feel me? Yep. And well, we love you. Love you. In the words of Lizzie, peace. peace.